You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. Make way for Dark Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet. Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances for my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this, I'll need my news team at my side. News team, assemble! We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. And we're back. Hello, friends. So glad that you could join us again. Uh, it is that time when we find ourselves gathered around the the microphones for the 43 Feet Podcast. My name is Frank Schwartz. You know me as Dark Helmet, president of F3 Nation. And I am joined today by three members of the shared leadership team of F3. Uh, And they are in no particular order, no particular order, uh, right? Uh, All the love, all the way uh, for everyone. But first, uh, oh, good. Yeah, thanks, Beans. Uh, first is uh, Mike Sluhan out of St. Louis. He is the head of expansion for F3 Nation. He is 46 years old, and we call him Beans. What's up, Doa? It's a beautiful day here in St. Louis. I got to tell you, uh, I've been doing this now for a little over four years, and I feel like I finally, I'm a slow learner, but I finally <laughs> have figured out that I dress for not the weather as it is when you start the workout, but the weather as it is when you're in the middle of the workout. And I think uh, I've finally gotten that figured out after four, four, four and a half years. That's so, really good. So you don't yeah. end up shedding a bunch of layers all over every <laughs> yeah. park and parking lot. Right, and, right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I um, I personally, I like sweating. I just, I, it just, I feel like it exercises the demons. So I just lay it all on. I don't care how hot I get during the middle of the, especially in the winter. I just, I don't care. Just soak it all the way through. Doesn't matter to me. But yeah, beans. Have we ever talked about why you're called beans? Have we have we had that discussion? I, I don't know if we've had a conversation on here before, but yeah. it it started from me being in finance and then someone attributing oh. that to a bean counter, and so shortened it to beans. And I just kept my mouth shut and said, "Beans, it is." <laughs> uh, yeah, take it, take it for sure, because you just never know. Yeah. Uh, also joining us on the podcast today is the head of communications for F3 Nation. He is the very handsome, very wise Brian Jodis. He's 42. One. Dang it. I keep trying to age him. I just 41 assumed, years old. I just assumed he had ripped a bunch of farts during his first workout. <laughs> See, that's kind of what I was wondering. Right. Yeah. I, Fun I've fact, thought about making a better story than, yeah. you know, being. Also, his middle name doesn't begin with the letter D. Which yeah. is too bad because we can't There's, call him. We Mike didn't D. figure that out. Going okay. for Mike D. And yeah. of a guy who lives where they created the Gloom Misery Index, which the mm. nation's general Red Baron freaking loves the the GMI. <laughs> Big fan of the GMI. One of his favorite things. Uh, you know, you got to start cold. Now, I will tell you the beautiful thing about the great Sport Tech sweatshirt that our friends at Mudgear sell at F3Nation.com under the gear tab is with that in a T-shirt, even if it's in the 30s, that thing. Even in the 20s, that's because it's fleece line. They'll keep you warm, keep you rocking. It, it does it perform well. Yeah. The little, I like the hoodie. 
the, the hoodie sweatshirt. Yeah, it Big does fan. a it does a pretty nice job. Anyways, great Usually to be here, Frank. Great to be here. Oh, oh, thank you, Kitty. Yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, it's I'm I'm glad to have you. Uh, and <laughs> it is glove weather. It is officially glove weather. Once they start getting into the thirties, you got to put a little something on the hands for me personally. Yeah. I am a, uh, I, I run with, if it's below freezing, like below 32 Fahrenheit, I generally yeah. will, will put gloves on, but I'll uh, also peel them off sometimes mid-workout, you know? Yeah. It depends on, on what's happening for sure. Yeah. Well, you got to give the people what they want, right? Hey man, I'm like George Costanza with the, you know, like a hand model. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here <laughs> i would be a hand model for we like, could, like so sort of hand, gorilla magazine hey uh beans gobbler you guys can just leave frank and i are just gonna wax we got this covered 20 minutes yeah, okay we got this covered oh but you heard kitty reference the the nation's weasel shaker uh his name is eric nowak and he is from the south sound from the tacoma area his name is gobbler welcome my friend how you guys doing today excellent we're so glad to see you in your construction trailer and so glad mm-hmm. to hear that you have heat. Uh, you know, I am uh, nothing warms a project manager's heart than you go two to three weeks and see nothing happen. And then you show up and you've got heat, you've got a trailer, you've got an office and you have people showing up and doing work. So um, I'm, it's a good day to day on the project. <laughs> it's it's the little things, isn't it? It, it is. And uh, we had we've been dealing with a week of snow and ice, which is simply reinforced the fact yeah. that everybody knows up up here knows how to drive in snow and ice. Hmm. You would think that they would, because that seems like it's a lot more common than uh, than it would be in, say, where we are in the Carolinas. No, no, just, you know, PSA, it is not smart to go 70 miles an hour in the interstate in the snow and change lanes rapidly multiple times. Hold on. Can you slow down? I need to write. I'm writing that down. That's it. <laughs> I'm always amazed. Like around here, anytime there's like even just like a little bit of rain, suddenly like everything just goes to hell like everyone's crashing there's like eight wrecks on the way home i'm like what well, i don't understand it, it rains every year i don't know why people can't figure it out but they can't they can't i don't know why but that's okay what's a girl gonna do hey fellas there's so many things happening around f3 nation and so much good stuff going on uh and one of those things uh well by the time you hear this it won't have happened yet but the gte 34 is coming up in Katy, Texas. The Crucible mm-hmm. uh, is, is going to be happening uh, this weekend, which is cool. Well, I just remembered I got to spend a dollar for every guy that steps off on the ruck. I, uh. I promise the promise the foundation. I've already donated quite a bit. So if any of you guys feel like, uh, are we going to start not a- doing it? That would be. No, great. I was going to say, do we need to start some sort of like? Uh, Dude, I've already go, over go fund me for fund me for bit. Kitty. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kitty. Yeah, uh, somehow you'll manage. Um, yeah, they're alleging that it's going to be huge, uh, but I still haven't seen the numbers uh, play out. Right. So I guess we'll see. Um, and, and I mostly say that not because I actually know, mostly just say that to get Vibram upset. That, yep. That's pretty much the reason I say that. So, which is good. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but that's going to be an exciting uh, time this weekend. And we're coming into the, the holidays. Uh, we're coming into end of the year. We're coming into that, that sort of that, um, you know, that window at the beginning of the year. And we've, I think we've talked about it on this podcast before, but if we haven't, I'll, I'll just say it again anyway. But do you know what the, uh, what, what the average um, is uh, as far as people starting a workout program at the beginning of the year and then dropping? Do you know what quitter's day is? January 2nd. Ah, 
Average, average, not everybody. Average. It's got got to be like mid-February, right? Like it can't be 31st, January 31st. It is January 19th. Oh, man. Isn't that pitiful? Yeah. That is so pitiful. Yeah. Yeah. January 19th. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people come and they set some sort of goal for themselves at the beginning of the year. And typically, I, I this is what I have found to be true or what I've seen, observed uh, out there in the world. Typically, a lot of things, a lot of times what happens is they make this goal for themselves. They attempt to attack it on their own mm-hmm. and find themselves with the willpower to make it roughly two and a half weeks, roughly two and a half to three weeks, not quite three weeks, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> that is... Um, well, it's just plain sad is what it is. But I thought it might be interesting as we head into this time of year to discuss goals and, you know, goals as men, goals as regions, goals, you know, we've got the expansion king on here, you know, uh, we've got the weasel shaker on here. So they certainly know a lot about, uh, you know, setting metrics and goal setting and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to talk about goals and mm-hmm. kind of what now, this isn't the stuff worth trying, right? So we're not going to talk about like, well, how does one set a goal and all that kind of stuff that we can leave that for those guys if they want to talk about it. But um, I guess I would just throw the question out there and say, what have you found in your own life uh, in terms of the effectiveness of, of setting goals? What does that look like for you? Hey, I think first and foremost, specific to that fitness one, that's such a beauty of F3, right? Here's why F3 is just such a beauty. If you're like, I want to be in better shape and I want to get active in fitness. If you're a man and send this to your buddies who, who maybe say the same thing, man, I want to get started. Here's the beauty of F3. All you have to do, look, wake up, drive to the workout. The packs will take care of the right. rest. I mean, seriously, right. like yeah, that's yeah, why true. it's such a beauty of a, of a fitness group. Not mind all the other stuff we do, right? For fellowship, faith, for leadership, but sure. just the simple idea that like, you, you just really need to show up consistently and the rest because, of you, you don't have, you don't have to plan it out. You don't have to, you don't no. have to hire a coach. No. You don't do any of this stuff. Just no. go. And you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay anything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, absolutely. I thought that was kind of funny, right? Cause you mentioned the fitness thing and most people stop by the 19th and I'm like, listen, you can get yourself out of bed and get to the workout. You can just, the rest of it will take care of itself throughout the course of the year. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Very, very so, true. So big picture on goals. And then, cause I know the other guys are, they're process guys, right? They're much more operational than I am, or maybe like you and I are. Helmet, we're much more uh, not operational, I guess would be the way. I, I know this. Details aren't really my thing. Yeah. You can set as many goals as you want, but if you are not constantly purpose-driven and missional in the mental pursuit of those goals, then I think it's all kind of for not, right? And so- yeah. I would say big picture and something I work on quite a bit is why am I doing this? Right. If I'm setting this goal, I just know for me and maybe you guys listening are similar. I've Mm got to have a mission or I've got to have a purpose driven to it because it's not your strength, right. That holds you to the purpose. It's the strength of the purpose itself. And so for me, no matter what the goals are, there's gotta be, a reason behind it. There's got to be a why behind it. I think that's so huge. And that why really, I think the important timing piece of that why is for when you struggle, mm, because yep. when things are going great, that why maybe not be as necessary or as important because you're just rocking and rolling, but to the point that you hit a roadblock or you know something comes along that you didn't expect, that why is what really allows you to try to get past that 
And if that why is not strong enough, that's where usually those goals will come to an end. Yeah, I, you know, there's different words for it. I, I kind of like the word intentionality um, is being intentional. And because if you're if you're intentional in what you're doing, you, you think about why you do it. You think about all there's a lot of things that go into that. But if you're just going through and you approach the new year and you're just winging it, and you don't know why you're doing it. Um, you're going to get uh, when you have zero when you don't know where you're going, you're going to get there every time. So, you know, <laughs> That's right. it's, it's kind of that, you know, it's stop the it. Alice in Wonderland syndrome, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the, you know, maybe why you do some goals or different things like that, or maybe some good goals or, or whatnot. But, uh, you know, you as Kitty said, think about why this is important. Think about what is it? Is it your family? You know, that center that's kind of concentric, your M, your kids, you should be doing something intentionally for, because of them. I should say not for them, but because of them. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many soldiers I've talked to that at the end of the day, that's it. Like their, their why begins and ends with their family, taking care of their family. Um, and as a leader, understanding that, is important. And so this, this really goes to a couple different levels, not just understanding your why, but understanding your people's why. Because if you are set about and you have a motivation and you have a why, and that is significantly different than the people you're trying to lead, you need to understand that. You need to understand what's driving them, because then you will be able to understand why they leave work early or why they don't come into work on time or anything like that. Uh, it might even help you learn that they, this guy needs to be Black Tahoe because you, you will never come to an agreement uh, and get to the similar mission because your whys are so different. So taking that time, taking a minute, exploring yourself, exploring in other people, your team, you're leading guys at the workout. I mean, it's so easy. I mean, if you have a group of a small workout of less than 10, that's your circle trust question. You don't get to leave till everybody talks about their why. Yeah. And you know, like, I think you're totally right. And I think, you know, a simple way without getting super far into the weeds of like, how do you set goals and accomplish them? Again, I go back to just what, what sort of the mindset looks like is, you know, I attended a Tony Robbins conference, man, this is like 2012. I really enjoyed it. I had a great time at it. Walked on the cold, did all that crazy sort of Tony Robbins. Are you serious? Stuff. Oh yeah, did the cold walk at all. all right, right? Cool moss. I mean, it was it was great. It was super fun. <laughs> but one of the things I really took away from it that I've always deployed to this day is this idea of RPM, right? So what's the result you want? That's the goal. The goal is a result, right? A goal is a result. That's a top piece. P is the purpose. So you're constantly purpose-driven and going after that goal. And then M is massive action. All the things that have to happen to get you to that goal. So if it's simple, like, look, I'm looking at 2023 and goals I want to accomplish, then maybe sit down with a, a white pad, a white or yellow pad, right? And a pen and, hey, put up, put it at the very top of that pad. What are those big goals? And what's the purpose for each one? Maybe some of them is similar, right? But maybe some of those goals have their own purpose to them. And then what are, what are legit steps that got to get you there, right? So if I want to run the blue, if I want to run my very first six man on the Blue Ridge, which I've done two of them, by the way, no big deal. Uh, no big if, deal. But no if, big you're deal. Gonna, if you're going to run that one, right, that's a goal. The purpose would be to be a part of something with other people, right? To do something physically hard I've never done before, to challenge myself to be stronger physically, mentally, and emotionally. Train, improve right? your fitness, all that. Yeah. yeah. And then below that, all your massive action is all the stuff that gets you there. So lock my diet and starting here. If you if you drink alcohol, stop drinking too much. Like that can be a step on your way to get there. 
right? Run X miles in month of July, run X miles in, right? So all of that flows together, but all of it is folks with a goal at the top. And again, I'm always, you're just going to hear me always say like, you got to have that purpose piece in there or else you'll just, you'll lose the sizzle for it. Yeah. And tying to that, uh, the purpose piece and the why and the, all that other stuff. I've always followed the SMART model. You guys have probably heard that before, the specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So um, the goals definitely have to be specific because if you just say, hey, I want to get in shape, then throughout the course of the year, however you're traversing, whatever you're doing, you're going to classify as getting in shape. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I meant by getting in shape as opposed to I want to run that Blue Ridge. And I want to do it in this amount of time. And I want to do this and get very specific with those goals and by when you want to do them. Um, and it's amazing. And I, I know there's statistics out there and I'm not even going to try to pretend like I know them, but writing your goals down has a significant impact on the actual implementation of those goals, not only writing them down, but the best thing that you can do is once you have your goals, tell as many people as you possibly can what your goals are, because now you've thrown it out there. And now internally you feel some level of commitment that maybe doesn't exist if you're just keeping them inside. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of the shield lock, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, having intentionality with, with those or relationship with your M right. Mm -hmm. Goal setting there, but specifically in this sort of F3 world of ours, right. Having that out there. I mean, there's, there's added accountability in that. And many times, you know, uh, a guy in my shield lock will say, I'd really like to do X over the next month or two or whatever. More times than not, one of the guys, one of the other guys is like, I'll do that with you. Right. I'm with you on that journey. You know, I'm training for you are a 20 mile in February. Pet sounds the other day was like, cool, man. I'm with you on that journey. He's mm-hmm. trying to get back into some running that's fitness. Terrible. Why would you know, it's going to, it's going to be, <laughs> that's be awful. 20 miles in the URE is going to be, Oof. it's going to be a day, bro. It's going to be 20 day. miles anywhere is not great. I know 20 but, miles in the mountains is terrible. Yeah. But it sure felt good to put that goal out there. And then a bro was like, cool, man, I'll jump in that journey with you. That is interesting. In fact, and you know, you guys were talking about it and, and there, there's a significant number of guys that I know that, you know, their fitness, if they don't have a thing that they're training for, if they don't have some sort of goal sitting in front of them all the time, their fitness will just go into the toilet. Like they just, they just, I, won't. I, I have to have stuff on the schedule. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know how, I just, I know it helps. No, but it, it helps. Yeah. It totally helps. That's interesting. Well, it, it, I, I, uh, I had a, business coach years ago uh, that shared something with me that it, it when I first heard it, it just seemed counterintuitive, but you know, now it, real quick, I love how you said business coach and you said like, like some sort of quotes around her. So this business coach, she was actually a dog walker, but like a business coach. <laughs> well, you know, people call them whatever they want, but uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So, um, and, but it, now, you know, being in F3 and learning the Q source principles and all that stuff, tying into it, it makes perfect sense to me when the first time I heard it, it didn't. And that was, mm-hmm. if you're accomplishing 100% of your goals, you're not setting good enough goals. You should be setting, you should be, you know, achieving anywhere from 70 to 80%. This was this person's suggestion of the goals that you set, because if you're achieving them all, making them too simple. If you're achieving none of them, you're making them way too hard. So failure should be expected when you're setting goals. You should expect to fail at, at some of the goals that you're setting for yourself uh, and be okay with that. And in fact, uh, I think the Q source would argue that not only should you expect that you should plan on it, you should in- embrace it because it's really just 
part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a thing to be feared. It's a thing to be courted. Uh, Absolutely. And, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Kitty. Where, where do you guys come down on, on team goal setting? Right. So it feels like our conversation has been a little bit, uh, you know, personal goal setting. Right. But how about involving other people? You know, like if we've got a shared leadership team or if you've got a leadership team at work, right. Um, where do you guys kind of come down on, on getting people around the table? Does somebody ultimately have to own it? You know, I don't know. Just thinking a little bit. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, go ahead, Beans. You were going to say something. No, I was just going to say in, in my office, what, what's important for us and for our team is that everyone understands the mission and the vision. So as long as the mission and the vision is crystal clear, and then each individual's job description is clear to them, then go ahead and you set the goals and expectations for yourself that you think are needed in order for you to perform your job duties to help us move closer to that mission and vision. And then we meet together and discuss them as a team, as opposed to, you know, some great person on high saying, here's the goals for the firm. You guys, good luck in achieving those. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's setting their own and that becomes the firm goal. It's interesting. It's interesting. So uh, yeah. And the difference between goals and performance metrics, and I think we could probably get into the weeds a little bit on some of this stuff, but um, Pax, one of the things that we are going to start doing here on the 43 is we're going to kind of break these things into two because we noticed that our hour-long ramblings are maybe a little too long. So we're going to pause this discussion and we're going to pick it up again next week. And so the little teaser here, I guess, is... You've heard a lot about goals, right? And you've heard a lot about what we might do individually. We started talking a little bit about team goals and that kind of thing. Um, and next week, uh, when we get back, uh, I have some different thoughts about goals that I want to kind of share. And honestly, I'm I'm starting to wonder if maybe I'm uh, I'm out in left field and kind of deceiving myself. So I'm I'll be interested to hear uh, your accountability uh, statements to me on that, and then the candor that you guys will bring. So, with that, Pax, we love you. And we're grateful that you joined us. And I would say, if you can tell, I, I'm fighting off a cold. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, um, we're, we're grateful that you, you joined us. And go ahead and uh, make some notes about what you're going to catch next week, which is a little bit more around goals with the SLT. Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there 43 feet at a time.